Hey there, and welcome back into the Pickle Jar. I am Jill, your host, and thank you so much for joining me today for another episode. Now, today's episode is going to be all about resistance training and how essential it is for us to maintain muscle when we're dealing with a chronic illness. I think it is so important, but I also know it's it's also a challenging aspect of having a chronic illness and trying to exercise. So I'm hoping by giving you my real life experience, I've been in the fitness industry for over 18 years. I'm hoping today I can give you a few takeaways so that you can start on your journey because I really believe that personally that maintaining as much muscle as I can really improves my quality of life. Um, it's going to help prevent future problems, future injuries, things that we're dealing with the dreams and insufficiency that I don't want to have to deal with okay so it's my job to take control of the things that I can control I just have to learn to play with the rules that I have now so um basically resistance training why is resistance training so important we want to put muscle we want to maintain muscle as we age we lose muscle we lose muscle for a lot of reasons we lose muscle because we're aging hormonal things we also lose muscle because um we don't use it as much okay we we get a little lazy as we get older. We, we have a, you know, sometimes people say it's a different appreciation of life. They want to enjoy life differently. Um, and we're not playing as much as what we used to. And that play, those little things that we do throughout the day, um, maintain a lot of our muscle. And when we lose muscle, we're going to lose um, strength. We're going to lose energy. We're going to, our metabolism is going to decrease. We're going to put on body fat faster. Um, and then as we lose muscle, we also increase our risk of injury, okay? Enjoying our body is made, and if you're watching this on YouTube, okay, like I'm I'm moving in my fitness studio here. So uh, our body's made to move, and when we move, we do feel better. And when you have adrenal insufficiency, what I've learned is I just got to learn where that line is, because some days when I do feel really low, sometimes getting up and moving feels better. It actually makes me feel better, and some days it doesn't. So... Um, I have to find that line and do the best that I can. So, um, but yeah, with resistance training, we want to positively stress out the muscles in a safe way to signal to the body to build more muscle, okay? As soon as the body, the body responds incredibly at any age, you just need to be consistent. Um, with my adrenal insufficiency, I just go gentle. I have to be gentle. I can't do long workouts um, because I hit lows too hard. Um, by doing intense workouts. Okay, so that's just me personally. Um, other reasons why we want to exercise and resistance training, it helps prevent things like osteoporosis and when you're on steroids all the time, that's extremely important. I already have an osteoporosis at 47. So resistance training is very, very key to me. And that's one of my, my focus for 2023 is I gotta get back at it. I have no choice, okay? I have no choice. And I have to fight that through exercise. Um, so yeah, so new rules. It increases your metabolism, all kinds of things. And we have to watch, we have to be mindful of dehydration with adrenal insufficiency. So please keep that in mind. If you start a new exercise routine, seek the medical professionals um, that you need to speak to. If you have other conditions, other things going on, find your rules and gently progress, right? It's all about progress. Uh, progress, not perfection. And one thing I want you to get out of your head right now, if you have it in your head, it's got to be an hour workout. Like if you have the standard of what exercise needs to be, 
it doesn't have to be it. As long as you're doing more and doing something positive, you're doing it. And that's what's important. When you start doing that, you start being consistent. It doesn't take long. You're going to see results. You're going to feel results. And when you start to feel better, I already feel more empowered in the last couple weeks with my new routine. I feel more empowered over my body. And I'm excited about what's going to build in the weeks to come. When I was diagnosed with adrenal insufficiency, my family doctor, who didn't really know me at the time, he his first advice to me was, he's like, you better exercise, you better eat well, and you better take care of your body. He goes, I'm telling you right now with this illness, that's what you have to do. And I remember the passion in his voice. For someone not having the illness, and probably having not a lot of interaction with it, but his knowledge is amazing. He's an extremely smart man. I'm extremely lucky. And you could tell he somehow knew impact the ups and downs of low cortisol um, it was going to have on my body and how challenging that was going to be for me. And he knows I need to exercise and eat well to support that fight. And that's exactly what I'm trying to do. Um, so, and yeah, another quick story was I once went into his office and it was one of the first times I hadn't been diagnosed very long and I was low. I was extremely low. And it was the first time he had seen me in that state. And I was actually, I wanted him to see how it actually affected me on some days. And I said to him, I go, you know, Nick, I, I'm my own worst enemy. I actually hung drywall in my basement a couple days ago and I carried the drywall by myself in my basement. And I guess I shouldn't have done that. You know, I have Addison's disease now. I'm going to hit low cortisol. I should not have done that. And he actually looked at me. And and again, I remember the passion and the care in his voice. And he said to me, he said, I am so proud of you. Because I am proud of you like you're one of my kids. And that moment was like 10 years ago. And I can still remember his voice. And... He's like, that's exactly what I want you to do. He goes, I want you to push with this illness. He goes, you push carefully. He goes, and when you hit lows, you learn from it. And he's like, you get back up and you fight. He goes, you updose. He goes, you learn when you need to updose. He goes, you try to see, you know, 24 hours in advance what you're going to be doing. And from experience, are you going to need more support when you're doing it? And, and again, it was another one of those life-changing moments that I'm so appreciative of that he gave me because it was advice I took to heart and something that I applied to my illness in the last 10 years. And I know it's improved my quality of life. Okay. So in today's episode, so today I'm going to give you some things that you can do. I hope to start that journey to build strength back up. So slow and steady little things you can do. So I break up my exercises into, I'm trying to incorporate longer exercises, time frames setting out, you know, like a half an hour to actually work out. But if I can't, if life gets in the way, um, or if I just want to take a slow, steady day with my exercise, I know I have to exercise before noon usually. Um, in the afternoon, I just start to get tired through the day. The meds start to get, you know, out of whack. I can feel that energy drain. And I've learned through experience, don't push it past 12, okay? It's not a smart thing to do, so don't do it. Um, so things that I do, I keep dumbbells in my kitchen so that I can do shoulder press. I can do bicep curls. I can do little things while I'm living my life that I know are going to add up over time. Okay. Little things add up. 
Um, I keep a band at my desk. So sometimes I grab my exercise band and I've been doing some stuff for the back of my shoulders, my lats, different things to keep my strength up and to slowly build that strength so I can get back to where I want to be. Um, so let me show you some exercises that you can easily do pretty much anywhere, okay? So we're going to start with cab raises, okay? So what I call it, I call it my top 100. So I try to pick an exercise every day and do 100 of them throughout the day. So whether I do it within a 10-minute period or if it takes me all day, I'm going to try and get 100 of them in. So cab raises, you can do pretty much anywhere. You can do them at your kitchen counter. Just go up on your toes. You can use a step. You can use stairs. Okay, so just slow and steady. What, what you want to do, you want to make sure that your shoulders are always tall and everything you just want slow and controlled. And when you're doing something like cab raises, do your best to push with both feet evenly. Because especially if you have an imbalance on one side of your body, you might um, push with one side more than the other. So if you're not watching this on YouTube and if you're able to, make sure you go to YouTube so you can see me doing these exercises. Um, but I'm just coming up on the balls of my feet, okay? And if you go to YouTube, please do this pickle a favor and please subscribe to our YouTube channel, okay? And leave comments, that's so important. I wanna know, I'm more than happy to do videos like this for you guys on YouTube and post them. So leave comments of what you wanna see and I can do them, okay? I have a great little studio here in my basement. I have the lights, I have the camera, I have the webcams, I have everything. So please, I just need the feedback and I am more than happy to provide those for you, okay? So cab raises, just up on the balls of your feet. You can do them anywhere. You can do them in the bathroom, you can do them in the kitchen. You can do little pulses up nice and high. Just always try to stay nice and tall, push with both feet, strengthen your calves, okay? Uh, squats. Okay, squats are always good. We gotta strengthen those legs. So always be mindful if you have old injuries, back injuries, anything like that, play within your rules. But if you just wanna do a nice squat, always slow and controlled. I sink back into my heels like I'm sitting onto a chair. Another way you can do it is if you have a chair, just honestly sit down all the way and stand up, okay? This is great. Okay, these squats onto a chair is great because if you have an injury that you're dealing with, when you sit down, you don't have to get back up, okay? It's a great progression. Okay, you can do these at work before you get off, off your office chair. Do five, sit, I call them sit and stands. Do five sit and stands. Add them up. Just keep doing them. You can do lunges. If your body's ready for lunges, you put one foot out in front of the other. You want to keep that front knee over your ankle, shoulders up nice and tall. And you're going to lunge down as low as you can and come up nice and straight. Always slow and controlled. You're always breathing. You always have your shoulders open, okay? Lots of things that you can do to strengthen your legs. If you have a weight, you can always add a weight to those exercises as well when you're ready for some added resistance. Um, I keep weights, as I mentioned, I keep weights in my kitchen. So I'm gonna show you some exercises that you can do. So I keep weights, you can do a shoulder press. Okay, so always a strong, stable base. Through the feet, knees are bent. Shoulder blades are pulled back nice and tight, slow and controlled. It's gonna strengthen those shoulders. Okay, we're gonna strengthen them back up. Okay, so nice big range of motion. Um, you can do bicep curls. Okay, so bicep curls, you can do wrists up. Again, 
stable base through the feet. Okay, bicep curls, you're going to squeeze your elbows in and open your chest. It's very important to keep those elbows to the side of your body. Okay, nice. Again, nice full range of motion, whatever works for you. And please be strong through your wrists when you're doing bicep curls. A lot of people drop their wrists. Okay, I want solid wrists. You want a nice straight line. You don't want to aggravate your wrists doing bicep curls. You can do triceps with your dumbbells. Okay, you can do an overhead tricep. You can Google some of these things too. If you're not watching on YouTube, you're going to pull the elbows in, slow and controlled, whatever range of motion you have, you're going to work. You know, let's keep that core nice and tight as well. Okay, you're going to work with the back of your arms. You can do a bent over row with dumbbells. You're going to leave a lean over with a nice flat back and row. Okay, squeezing the shoulder blades together. And it's important here that those elbows don't Flare out. You want to keep those elbows nice and tight. You want to row. Always keep your neck in a nice alignment with your spine as well. Okay. A lot of us tilt our chin up too much or down too low when we work out. So you want to be mindful of your body. Learn where you're putting your body. And with time, you will have it in the perfect spot for a great, safe workout. Okay. Uh, push ups. I do countertop push ups all the time. So what you do. What I like to do when people do countertop push-ups, you want that countertop to hit at your chest. So you're going to put your hands on the countertop and you're going to bring your chest towards that countertop and then slowly press back. If you're out of alignment too much, you might put some stress on your shoulders. You can do these on the wall or on the floor as well. Um, the countertop push-ups are great because they're convenient. Do them in the kitchen, and that's what this video is all about. It's about little things throughout the day that we can add in. So the countertop is often handy. Um, abs, abs. Everybody wants a strong core. A strong core is really it's it's your foundation for all your exercises, uh, for all the things that we do. Having a strong core is key. Now a lot of people want a strong core because they they want flatter abs. Flatter abs are not going to come from a strong core. Okay, flatter abs is, um, you know, it's stored body fat in our midsection, and that's going to come from improved nutrition, okay? Burning off the body fat, losing the excess body fat. That's what's going to flatten your abs. You can do ab exercises. You are going to strengthen your core, and it's essential, like every other muscle that we do. So let me show you a couple exercises. I'm going to show you three ab exercises that you can do. I'm going to show you abs on the ball because a lot of people do them wrong uh leg lowers which is one of my favorite ab exercises and v sits okay um you probably know the traditional crunch and all that stuff so i'm not going to show you that i'm going to show you something a little bit different so if you have a stability ball you want a nice firm stability ball for one thing so it's worth the extra investment to get a better quality ball so to do abs on the ball you're going to sit on your ball and you're gonna walk out and I'm gonna keep my knees over top of my ankle. And when I lean back, my shoulder blades are actually off the ball. And I'm gonna just do little baby crunches. Okay, so I'm actually bringing my shoulder blades, or not my shoulder blades, my ribs closer to my hips. Okay, my shoulder blades are off the ball and I'm actually laying nice and flat like a table. And it's just a tiny crunch. A lot of people on the ball, they do a full crunch. They come up all the way. They pull themselves up. And usually what happens with that is you're pulling up with your legs. So you start using momentum from your legs. You're not working your core as hard. 
and you're actually getting a rest period at the top for your abs. And we're trying to keep the muscles under tension as much as we can. So we want little crunch, little crunch, little crunch, feel the burn. Okay, breathe it out. Ribs to hips, that's what we want to do. Okay, so another exercise that I love for the abs are leg lowers. So leg lowers, some people bothers their lower back. So just be, you know, just be mindful. If it's not for you right now, that's okay. There's some modifications you can do. You're going to lay on the floor and put your hands underneath your lower back or put your hands over top of your head and anchor yourself down with something heavy. My legs are extended over my hips with my feet flexed. I'm going to slowly lower my legs towards the floor as close as I can get them above the floor and slowly lower them back up. So if you feel this in your lower back, you can bend your knees to take some of the pressure off. Okay, so just trust your instincts, okay? If it feels like it's a bad stressor on your body, then we don't do it. We find what we can do, okay? And we're just gonna slowly lift and lower. The nice thing here too, you can pull your knees into your chest and give your back a nice stretch. That's really, really important. Um, Feces are another exercise that I like because it works your entire core. So I'm sitting on the floor, my legs are bent, I'm sitting up super, super tall. Shoulder blades are pulled together. I'm gonna lift my feet off the floor. I'm gonna lean back a little bit till I can feel my abs engage. And then my upper and my lower body are gonna move together. So I'm kind of stretching them out and pulling my knees into my chest. This is gonna really work my core really good, okay? So those are three ab exercises you can do. So what I would recommend, if you wanna start resistance training, find your rules that you need to play with and slowly start to incorporate these things throughout your day. You wanna test the waters. See what works for you and for your body and take it one day at a time. And make sure you give yourself those days of rest, okay, those days of love. They are just as important as the workouts. And you need to support your workouts with good nutrition. So follow it up with the best nutrition that you can. You need to give your body the building blocks. The nutrition is the building blocks for the muscle. So if you don't have the nutrition, you're not going to be able to build the strength, okay? So they all work together. Um, yes, and just focus on your health. And you know what? I really do believe we can do this. Slow and steady. Slow and steady wins the race. So um, so like I said, if you can go to YouTube and you're watching this video, please comment on what you want to see. I'm more than happy to do more videos. Um, please leave comments about what you like about the videos to direct others. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, I very, very much appreciate it. And you can even go to my website, chronicallyfitcanada.com. I have a great online program. Um, and then we can work together through Zoom as well if you're interested in that. But I hope from today's episode, you have something that you can start incorporating into your day to start taking back the power of your body and building that strength back up. So thank you again for joining me for another episode here in the pickle jar. And until next time, please be well, my pickles.